0: Welcome to the Ball Bros, my name is Nick. I'm Jake. And I'm Sandy. Coming at you with a lot of sports and a little bit of nonsense.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. It's
0: Friday, baby. TGIF. Hey guys, welcome to the Ball Bros podcast once again. Ooh,
2: what do we got, week three? That's right. We're already into week three. We just had Thursday, baby. That's the... Well, we'll say it's the second greatest night of the week. Uh, the weekday. Third. Yeah, weekday. I okay. think it's, well, Amazon's
0: doing a great job with yeah. the broadcast. So yeah. it's, it might be passing ESPN. There. But we'll see. Not the games, but maybe the content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That game last night was yeah. absolute trash. Yeah, of course.
1: Well, We, we knew that Absolutely. going into it. And we, and we <laughs> predicted it. I think we went 3-0 this week. We all said Browns yep. were going to win. So yep. like, we went 3-0 on that. It's because we know what we're talking about. Yeah, hopefully, we know what without we're talking about. bias here. Yeah, no yeah. bias because yeah, no bias. Let's of course just not. say that I love this podcast more
0: than anything else in the world, though. So,
2: we really do appreciate all you out there listening. Definitely keep it up. We want to keep putting out content for you all, <laughs> and you know, at the end of the day, we're having fun doing it as well. Let's get in some injury news here coming up for week three. Yeah.
1: So the 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 biggest one and. It's going to be Justin Herbert is going to be questionable with rib cartilage issue. And this to me it kind of sounds like he could be I think he'll play, but they might kind of limit him a little bit cuz they're not they're going up against Jacksonville. They don't think it's going to it's not an interdivisional game. It doesn't hold a lot of weight for them.
0: I think he's going to play. I think his upside is a little bit
2: uh, diminished yeah. by the injury though.
1: Definitely take him down and and take the take the weapons down in my opinion a couple points as well.
2: I will say this would be a great week for Austin Eckler to have a, you know, a big boom, you know, they're we playing Jacksonville. Their defense is okay. Yeah. I don't think they should really contest, you know, what LA should be able to do. But and Jacksonville's
1: yeah. defense honestly has looked really good. I think they're uh top five in points allowed right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, they just literally shut out Indianapolis, which, you know, may not yeah. be saying a lot, but and they we'll, did shut them out. And That's we'll big. talk about that later. <laughs> That's big. So I, I, I kind of, and to be honest, I think the spread here, what were you we looking at for that game? I think we're talking about that a Minus little bit later. Yeah, so it's like just sticking on the Herbert news, um, I, think I think he's, he's limited. I, th- I think he's playing, but I think he's limited, and I think this defense troubles him a little bit, and I think the weapons... I Being that Keenan
2: Allen's not even playing. Yeah, yeah, how is he doing? He's
1: yeah. out? I, uh, he hasn't been confirmed out. He's definitely questionable with the ham screen. I don't think they really play him a lot, though. Based on Austin Eckler when he was live streaming, it sounds like
0: Herbert's in... Keenan Allen hasn't changed. Because he, he was like, right.
1: Keenan Allen looks the same as last week. And that was very concerning. Hamstrings for a 30-year-old. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a, I mean, he was linger,
2: limited yeah. on practice Wednesday and Thursday, yeah. and even, he didn't even practice today. He right. sat out. So, you know, that could be a good thing. But also, just because of the limited practice Wednesday and Thursday, I don't feel too confident. Right. And, you know, that could be a really – that could be a bad week. You know, yeah. Jacksonville could very well win that game, you yep. know. Like you were saying, you know, with Herbert, if he's not a hundred percent, I honestly if Jacksonville hadn't overachieved so far, I would have said, Go ahead and sit Herbert out. Don't risk yeah. hurting him any worse. Right. But now you're running that issue. Jacksonville's not a bad team, yeah, and I mean, you're going to need them out there. Right. We'll talk about that a little bit later as
1: far as those matchups. But, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, Let's go to a couple of teammates here, Kamara and uh, Winston. One has a broken back, and uh. one has a, a bum ankle and ribs. So. Yeah, more ribs. What in the yeah, world? Yeah, these ribs are kind of crazy. And Kamara, he's trending a little bit more towards – he'll probably play this week. I hope so. Yeah. I, I mean, I've so. seen
0: – Remember when Deshaun Watson broke his ribs and had to like take a 12-hour bus ride oh, to Jacksonville yeah. after that? So guys have played on ribs before and yeah. not been re-injured,
2: but it is scary that Kamara's going in double dinged up. right? Yeah, he's been limited all week, so not a full day of practice for Kamara. They're kind of limited, though, in their options, so mm. Kamara would be a huge hit to that offense Who if they he play doesn't him? play. Um, they are playing Carolina.
0: I think they win with or without him, yeah. and which increases the likelihood that they sit him.
1: Right? Yeah, and it's like, and and to that, it's like, you know, Winston. He has that questionable. He he has a couple vertebrae that are fractured, and broke he's got a bum Winston. ankle. So, but I broke back Winston. I still think even with him playing at like eighty percent, they probably still win that game. Does that mean downgrade Kamara and upgrade Alave and and Michael Thomas? I oh, think so for sure. Yeah. But.
0: With Winston being limited in practice, I think he's going to get plenty of rest, and he should be fine. I mean, ideally, if he was able to play with a broken back. I mean, Matt
1: Stafford's done it.
0: Yep, exactly. I saw something about that earlier today. I don't know how successful it's going to be for Jameis because he's no Matt Stafford, (laughs) but (laughs) I love Chris Olave this week against Carolina. They're trying to get him that big opening. They want to. You know, opening up his rookie season I mean, last year, last week, he had over three hundred air yards. That's yeah. in, truly insane. Cra- insane
1: yeah. amount of targets. So yeah, maybe look for the the wide receivers to pick it up a little bit in New Orleans, yep. and maybe look for uh, Kamara. Uh, it's for some reason, another downgrade. So if you drafted yeah. him in the second round, you're you're probably hurting you're a little toast bit right, right now. now yeah. But you're it's hoping he
2: comes back healthy and, and you know explosive. That's the big thing.
1: Yep. Who's a, a little trending for this week, Kittle? Thank God. God. About it's time?
2: about time. But even at that. I'm gonna take the risk and play him because I got I nothing to lose. I will, and Jimmy G's
1: back, and I think he targets him enough that I think uh, if you ha- if you drafted start. Kittle in like the top five round, you're probably starting. You him have to try at least
0: yeah. starting unless Where? you were safe at that position. I, in a dynasty league, thank God I have Dallas Goddard, but in a real league, like where's the line? Yeah, I would. Who would you start over him?
1: In there's all no, actuality, there's no one over him besides like a Gerald Everett that you got in a later round that you would maybe start. But yeah, besides he's, him, you probably missed starting so much middle.
0: time. God bless. I hope yeah. he's healthy. Put in I perspective I mean, for, for me, every year he misses games.
2: If I were no, I can't hate my situation. I have Tyler Higby backing him up, so it's like I have survived with him. Higbee I would play Higby over him this week, especially I'm on Sunday night. I'm oh. taking the chance because I need something. Me. I need a boom player.
1: I think if he start, if he start and plays the whole game. I think Garoppolo gets him the ball and maybe he gets a touchdown. So I, I feel he I would start. He was at
2: WWE goal. this week. Yeah, Just a, remember yeah. that yeah. for whatever yeah. reason he was. Right. But he does he that more than he
0: plays in the NFL, right. and it really blows me. Away. I love George, love him. He's been on my dynasty team for five
1: years. Yeah,
0: it's that's why I'm. That's why I'm so bothered. I'm oh, emotional I, about. I remember it.
1: I drafted him in his first breakout year in uh, in a redraft league. In Amish, and I think he won me that that yeah. year because he he balled out. He so. broke the tight end receiving yeah. record. Yep, yeah. I literally I agree. he's that good. He's got a soft spot in my heart. Let's a couple of guys that are that are um, questionable. Pittman, which we want to see play this week, he is questionable, but I do think he's going to play. And then Gotta Dobbins, play. I'm still trending towards no. Right, and Lamar Jackson did try to warn us. Yeah, he said a couple yeah. weeks, three weeks ago. I so.
2: feel better about Michael Pittman, but I also don't feel good about either. Right. You know, J.K. Uh, Dobbins that, has every chance to be good on that offense. He practiced but in just, full. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the that's one outlook said. to it. It is a big injury he's coming off of, and it is a big game. So, you know, I don't know if they want to rush him back, if that would be a good thing. He would definitely be a part of that offense, I think, Sunday. The way he described his injury was grotesque. Yeah, He had so.
0: not just an ACL. It was really deep. I mean, mm. Gus Edwards, all the same. So, I'm not starting any Ravens running back right. until maybe next and, season. Until
1: you see it. And then two guys to end off with – or three guys to end off with that are definitely not starting. Renfro has been declared out with uh, concussions somehow in the second week in a row. Godwin, which we've known, and then Mike Evans, obviously, at the suspension. So um. –
0: can't you know, you can't yeah. play well you're not even worried about him really. Three guys in so, a row
1: and then two guys from the same offense. I mean so that Tampa Bay offense is actually be scary. when you
2: actually three. Yeah. Julio's yeah, Julio still bothered by not. a knee, so he might not even play. I, so I bet he that's a Scary offense that, right now. Tom Brady is absolutely on red alert right now. Who is he gonna throw to? Russell Gage, Brashad Perriman? <sighs> who who is this man going to? I mean, the Packers by a million in been. this game, in my opinion. Yeah. The defense, this is a good week to start the Packers' defense just mm, because unless yeah. Leonard Fournette runs all over them, right. I don't see the passing game being huge. Yep.
1: Let's, let's get into uh, – we talked about some inactives and some injuries. Let's get a little more uh, – I wouldn't say positive because this Thursday night recap was <laughs> just a brutal game, and we said it going into it's probably going to be one of the boring game of the it year. It was positive if you had the Browns' defense
0: at
2: the end of the game, right? Well, yeah, or, or, um, or Amari
1: Cooper. It started yep, yep. out relatively
2: or decent. Or the oh scoring, my gosh. yeah, ripped all the people who had Injoku on their bench because he had been two irrelevant. Weeks ago, Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I'm the worst. I drafted him in the last round and cut him after week one. I
1: went against my own advice. I just don't know what. i a maniac. I don't know what. To, <laughs> and after watching this game, like it went the way I thought it was going to go for the Steelers. Boring. It, it went a little bit arrived for the Browns because Brissett was hitting his targets on every throw. That it was crazy. The first half
2: was really competitive. I thought it was actually going to surprisingly be a relatively good score. Mm-hmm. And the second half came and Steelers just decided, I'm not going to try. You know, I don't know what went wrong in the second half. You know, Najee, they were getting going a little bit. Yeah, I really don't blame this loss on Mitch Trubitsky too much. I think there was a lot of moments in the game where he was making the right throws I just don't think his receivers did him enough justice. I don't think the coaching staff did him enough justice. I well, think the second half game plan just didn't line up right.
0: Look at what Pickens did during the week. He kind of told off Mike Tomlin in a way more mm-hmm. than anybody else, and that did not help the wide receiver core, I think, in terms of morale. And overall, Najee, 15 for 56. Yeah, he's is,
1: starting to get concerning. He got saved yeah. by a touchdown.
0: It's not enough. We need more out of Najee. We need more receptions. Three for
2: three yeah. receptions for Five yards. Yeah, I'm trying one. not to say panic sell Najee Harris because there's absolutely no reason yeah, to. You can't. But he might be a buy low guy, really. It is a guy you want to try to buy low. But if you're a guy with Najee, especially in a dynasty league, yeah. terrified. Don't trade him. Yeah. I mean, and we have a guy. We
1: have a guy that you you put know, him on the block. In our league that he put on the block and everyone's been trying to make trades for him. But yeah. like you're saying, if you're him, Think about last year where he did a top five running back yeah. in the league. And it's like mm-hmm. you can't discredit it's that. It's too early. But now it, the offensive line just isn't giving him holes. He's not catching enough passes. By Trubisky means, is
0: not as cerebral as uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. As, as sad
1: as it is to say, yeah. he just doesn't check the ball down The enough.
0: talent was one thing, but it's the mind of Big Ben. He knew yeah. what to do with the ball at least. Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Najee, if the price is right, do it. always do it. But at this point, don't, don't panic. He'll be fine. The offense will get going. It may not be ever a prolific top five offense that you know we've been used to seeing in years past, potentially. It's just not there. But Najee will be there for you at some point this year.
0: Exactly. You know who's always there? Chubb and Hunt. God. Chunt. I yeah, love me. There.
2: I got Nick Chubb from you in Dynasty, and I've never looked back. Oh, that, yeah. That I didn't want to have That offensive
1: line, like, going against a good, and as we know, a good Steelers defensive line, like, True. that offensive line just – it looks like honestly the best in the NFL. The Browns offensive line they like literally Brissette had zero pressure the whole night. They were opening massive holes for the running running lane. Right. They they looked incredible. They looked in sync. You I know, think I think Chubb is a guy you have to start every week the whole I was rest concerned
2: of year. about starting him going into the week because his past I with the, with the Steelers wasn't very promising, but I stuck to my gut and really I will say the one touchdown when Cream Hunt failed to get in on a couple of tries, saved his game. It saved his game. He, no his game. he doesn't did. catch the ball. Yeah, he doesn't. But at the end of the day, 113 yards and a touchdown. Right. That you'll take that every single week. You, you know, know the offensive lines do good.
0: The Browns' offensive lineman, uh, the left tackle, is from Lexington. Wills. Jedrick Willis. Uh, yeah, Wills. Willis. from Lafayette. That's awesome. Uh, yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, that that whole offensive line is top top tier. And like this this ground game, and I and I think you know I don't want to talk about this game too much more, but the The way the Browns wear down. The Steelers late in that game, yep. it was incredible to watch. And then and the grounded. way that the way mm-hmm. that Brissett just was hitting these easy passes and, and Amari Cooper, Cooper, Cooper kind of proved me wrong once again. David Njoku and, and Amari Cooper having another good were game. absolutely
2: dominating. Yep. They dominated exactly all the targets. That yep. but what you said there, you know, they wore down the Steelers. Yeah. The problem with Pittsburgh is their defense could only do so much. The offense yeah. was not moving the ball in the second half. They were going three and out multiple drives in a row. You just can't Browns, do that to thing. The Browns played
1: perfect, No turnover. So the, the Steelers' defense is – the Steelers, as, a, as an organization, are dependent on turnovers. Mm-hmm. And when they don't get those turnovers two or three a game, then they're probably going to lose the game. I
2: said it before, and I'll say it again. The biggest thing that I wish that Pittsburgh had done had been getting Bobby Wagner. If he had been there, their, their linebacking core would have been fine. They would have been able to tackle the ball. The biggest thing about Pittsburgh is they have a great defensive line, but subpar linebackers. And I think that hurts them in the ground game. Yep, the missing uh, T.J. Watt piece. Mm. T.J. Watt, as great as he is, he just benefits that defensive line. He makes it that much harder. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, you guys want to start talking about guys that were
0: 100% confident in starting this week, no question about it?
2: Absolutely. Mm.
0: Who do you want to start with, Sandy?
2: My first guy, Dalvin Cook. And this is a guy that, you know, you're probably going to start him regardless. So, you know, don't it doesn't take a genius to do this one. But I know, like many, he's been kind of underwhelming. I think
0: this is the time. If you don't have him, trade for him. Mm. If you can, trade for him. Trade whatever. Trade Clyde in, a, in and a redraft. Whoever. Oh, exactly. Yeah, for sure. In a dynasty, you know, yeah. he's a little older, but yeah, at the same time, in a redraft league, yeah. this is the week that he's going to officially become untradable. I like what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Like, trade like a Clyde Edwards and, yes. and some fab or maybe like a, a lower a lower piece and um, Amari Cooper. Yeah, I I do see it this week
2: being, it's mainly a matchup dependent because they're playing Detroit as we've seen their previous games. Exactly. And I do look for Dalvin cook to get more involved. I think this is a perfect game for it. I see him, you know, getting upwards of over 20 points. I think this is a great week for him and it puts him right back on track over under 80 yards on cook Over. over, over combined or rushing rushing. Just rushing. I go slightly I would, under rushing. I would but, like really? to agree Over, with that. Yeah. I think under for the rushing, but I think the receiving is where it yeah. helps.
1: I think he gets like sixty to seventy rushing yards, one <laughs> touchdown, three or four catches for thirty yards, and he has you know 18, 20 points. So.
0: Let's say he had six carries last week. I think he might have six uh, carries on the
1: first drive. Right. They're, they're going to have to do. They're
0: going to have to repay him
1: for how right. they treated him last uh, week. Unbelievable. Who's your guy, Jake? Yeah, first guy I'm going to go with is. Um, a backfield that I truly hate which is Philadelphia's but I like Miles Sanders. I like what I've seen from them recently. We love Philly. He had 20 touches this last week which is huge for for a Philadelphia running back to have 20 touches and he had 80 yards on, on the ground. So the 50% of snaps is scary but as
0: efficient as the offense is. I mean, there's no way in hell, right, that Jalen Hurts gets 30 rushing touchdowns. I nice. mean, there's no way. Also,
2: right. keep in mind Washington has given up the third most rushing yards <laughs> yeah. to running backs. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going to be winning, and he's going to
1: get the ball. Right, uh, like I love Sanders here. He mm-hmm. hit seventeen carries for eighty yards, three catches for six yards. But think about that. That was maybe uh, that was eleven points. So add a touchdown in there, and he's he's scoring twenty points. He's getting five point eight a carry. He's yeah. being really. good. Miles yep.
2: Sanders, I love it. He's good. It's, that whole Eagles backfield is going to be on and off. It's going to be mm-hmm. very similar to the way that like. San Francisco works. Right. So you can't really always look and say Miles Sanders is an every-week guy. I think so, now.
0: I, so. yeah, I think
2: so. I would he, like he's to got, say.
1: He, when he gets 20 touches a game until he gets injured, I think he is that guy. Yeah, 20 touches is And huge. that's
2: what Philly needed. You know, mm-hmm. you already have your main guy in Jalen Hurts. Yep. Getting a guy like Miles Sanders who you can rely on is what they need. Mm-hmm. I think it does start this week. I think that'll re- he'll solidify his role, and he'll look good doing it.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go with another eagle. Devonta hmm. Smith. Okay. I think Devonta Smith this week against Washington is finally going to get that touchdown of the he season. He got a
1: little comeback last week, too, after yep. he gave me a, a goose egg week one. Exactly. He looked he's atrocious still, week he's one. Playing, he's playing every snap. But you know yeah. what? Now he's not mine anymore. He He's yours, Nick.
0: I have him in Dynasty. I traded Lamar Jackson away for him and Pollard. I like that deal in terms hmm. of like two young guys we are role players. Devontae you
2: know? is a great role player, Devontae. like you just said. Devontae, yes, yes Devontae. In, in a high in a <laughs> high
1: powered offense as a second receiver. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he succeed? And he was he was a top thirty receiver in a, as a rookie last year, which I think will probably it's I don't testament. see his peak. I don't see his peak being ever a top ten. But you know, if he's a top twenty guy every year that's consistent, why yep. don't you like And he's that? got the upside. He's yeah. a
0: former Heisman winning yep. player. Yep. He we he's all young. know he's fast. Yep. I he's, young. Young. he's got sure he hands and he's fast. It's just getting him the ball right. over under 50 yards on Devonta.
2: I think he gets over. Let's that. go over. Let's go. over. I think this over. is a good yeah. week for both him and AJ Brown. Yeah. yeah. I think both yeah. of them have really good games in addition to Miles Sanders. Like this will be a really good game to be on the offense, to have an offensive player for the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> right. Please start a, them. This
0: right. is a testament to Jalen Hurts. Yep. Yeah. absolutely. Sandy, who's your next guy?
2: My next guy, Brandon Cooks. Oh, he baby. Cooked. We all love we, yeah, Brandon yeah, Cooks. We all love a B Cook. You know program. why? Can you guess why? Consistency. No. Who's, the he who's he who's playing? playing? Who's he playing? Oh, Chicago. Yep. The Chicago <laughs> Bears. I'm sorry, Bears fans. It's just, it if I enough. see them on ah. the schedule, don't get me wrong. I do like a lot of elements on that Chicago defense. I think that's one of the stronger points. But as a whole, they're still terrible. They're still terrible. And mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks... He's due for a touchdown. He's due for a touchdown, but also look at his targets. Both weeks over 10 targets. He hasn't skipped a beat there, and that's against you know better defenses there in the Colts and you know against Denver. Yeah. So I see him to do exactly what you said. He'll get a touchdown. He'll mm-hmm. get those amount of targets. I think he gets anywhere from 7 to 10 catches. Maybe the yardage won't be over too high, but the touchdown will make him a very, very happy fantasy owner. He could go 7 for 127 and 2. That's very possible. And you can
1: go seven for one twenty-seven and zero, and you're still going to be happy with that. Like that's if he's very scoring true. you twenty points, very like very true. I'm not complaining about yeah. that ever. And he and he probably most likely he's he's been one of the most consistent target share wide receivers of the last two years. He just gets mm-hmm. targets in that offense. Absolutely, as simple as that.
0: And He's always a wide receiver, too, at the minimum, in terms of how much usage he's going to get. He's right? quarterback-proof.
1: Yep, I, I love yeah. his usage, because who else is there? Nico Collins, I'm not worried about him right now. No, Farrell exactly. Cooper. Yeah, Farrell, Nobody's Farrell, worried Farrell about Farrell the other
2: guys. <laughs> yeah. It's all Ren and Cooks. Exactly. Uh, who's your next guy, Jake?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go with a guy who's burnt me uh, in the first week, but Adam Thielen, I finally think. He did, <laughs> he did have nine points last week, so you if, know not horrible but i think he's going to get the touchdown if this we week. keep saying he will he yeah, might exactly this, and it's, this is, this is the said week it, it's
2: detroit i said it last week you said it this week is it going to happen it's who's it, the lucky charm it's it
1: interdivisional it's against detroit which we think should be a high high scoring game high scoring game of the week again maybe he gets maybe he gets a touchdown this week i like him this week well he's already got
0: 11 targets on the year he's playing all the snaps and they know they got to use him. Right. They know they can't go to Jefferson every play. Look at what happened last week. It's right.
2: sad that he was the leading receiver for the Vikings yeah, last week. He was, yep. Well,
0: and that's why Darius Slay is that good. Too. Yeah,
2: he is.
1: And but I think that's why he builds on it. I think, Je- I think Jefferson maybe still scores more than him. But I think maybe he finds the end zone this week and scores you fifteen, sixteen points. Well, Jefferson only
0: ever helps Thielen in, right. a, in action. When Thielen's number one, he's fine. But now that he's thirty-two. Mm. Right, This is the kind of game where you want players. Right. You want the upside, yeah. and if you're flipping a coin on anybody, freaking give me Adam Thielen. Yeah, and we've been talking yeah. about him, so
1: hopefully this is finally, finally the week he turns it around. Yeah, like who's your Thielen. next guy?
0: I'll flip a coin on DK.
1: Flip a coin on him, huh? Yeah,
0: oh, baby. I mean, Sheesh. gets Atlanta. That's yeah, the confidence right. that I have in DK right now. I talked about him before the season as being a top 10, top 8 wide receiver. I literally said top 8 was my prediction. Mm. I think that would have to start now, if any time. So, I'm still going to ride to what I've, you know, my previous thoughts. I'm not going to shift yet. I have to see five bad
2: games out of him mm. before I truly believe DK is bad all year. This is do or die mode for DK fantasy owners. If, yeah. if he does not produce against a team like Atlanta, he better do it against Detroit. Like, yeah. it, it, these are the two weeks that define him. After that, he does go through a tougher stretch. So, yeah, like, to your point, this is when it needs to start. And Atlanta's loving giving up points right now. And who are they going to throw it to? Tyler
0: Lockett? I mean, yeah, their, Tyler Lockett Lockett was fine last week. Tyler Lockett didn't look bad. Not. But yeah, but, but DK the, needs to step three
2: up.
1: Three tight ends besides Noah Fant there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's gonna not going to be Rashad. Rashad they got
2: to pass the ball to this man or else he's just going to be not one to be there. And he already probably doesn't really want to be there. But if you're going to make him miserable, then that's an issue. So who would you rather start in this game? DK or Drake London? Drake London. It's kind of yeah, sad probably, that I say probably that. Drake London, wow, no. I'm yeah. going DK. I say that because I don't like either of these, but you know, I, let me retract that because I think DK. Because you know, later on, I think I have someone else, but DK wouldn't look terrible right now. Oh, no, he doesn't look terrible. Oh, I don't no. like him as a start, but I don't dislike him. We enough. know how talented he is. This is a quarterback proof game. We'll see.
0: Mm. Who's next? What you got, Sandy?
2: I love me some Tony Pollard. He showed me a lot this past week. Oh, yeah. Well, that, he did it all last season, Is too, that right? more
1: of a slight to uh, Zeke?
2: Yeah. Are you tired of Zeke? Yes, it is. I think it is. <laughs> I, I think Sandy's Zeke, is done with Zeke. Zeke has been a big dud. Yeah. A disappointment. But Tony Pollard has been a silver lining. He does,
1: but are you confident that he can replicate, you know, getting a, a big play last game versus they
2: both probably split and both score 10 points? I think so because they're playing the Giants. They're going to have to go with their guts. You know, their running game, Cooper Rush is not that level yet. You know, he's really only been throwing to Noah Brown and, of course, CeeDee Lamb. You know, Schultz has been okay.
0: But he does love Tony Pollard.
2: That's a fact. Cooper Rush equals Tony Pollard. Oh, Sandy, I love that line, brother. I love that.
0: <laughs> it could be. I'm going to talk about Romeo Dobbs because hmm. I don't think anybody else is going to play for the Packers this week besides Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I mean, it's it's a it's a real desperate time in
1: Green Bay. Yeah, the whole offense is the the wide receiving core is scary. We don't know about Lazard; he's questionable. Watson is fully healthy, but you know we haven't seen a lot from him yet. So yeah, maybe this is the the Dobbs game that we've been waiting on.
0: How's Alan Lazard doing? Is Alan Lazard yeah. fully healthy? I he, mean,
1: he's listed as questionable from what I've seen. So. He
2: was taken off the injury report three okay. hours ago. So he's good to go? I like okay. that.
0: But I love Dobbs. Yeah. I do. Maybe I think this is a Dobbs game. The hype that he got all preseason, and they had a few plays they ran to him at crucial points and on some drives where they were running some screens. Some were good, some were bad, but they did it a bunch. Hmm. They wanted to use him in the offense, and I think this will be the time to do it. And Tampa Bay, what if they do end up putting some points up? And they do have to end up throwing the ball. That's what I'm hoping for in all actuality. Lazard
2: should be the guy. Huh? I think Lazard will be fine. Lazard will, will be great, but I do like what you're saying about dubs. I think this week is an opportunity.
0: I'm taking a shot on him, especially if I'm playing in like a DFS or if you have an over-under bet on him that you can find, I would do it.
2: Big opportunity.
0: Who's your guy, guy, I'm going
2: to
1: talk about, and we'll transition this. into Some Nick's got some hate on me. I'm gonna go Antonio Gibson, just because I think this game, as we've already and we will talk about it a little bit more, I think it's gonna be a fun game, maybe high scoring. And Gibson, why well, he hasn't looked like a, a league winner, he just looks solid, and I think you're safe to start him again this week.
0: I'm trying not to be biased because I'm playing against Antonio mm. Gibson in a league, but I think they're gonna be losing hard to the Eagles. Mm. He's a That's poor man, Nick
1: Chubb. So, you, so you're banking more Nick on on some receiving work from another running back on McKissick McKissick. and I'm
0: betting, you know, they were losing last week to Detroit Mm. and he had a touchdown salvage his whole day. He did. That's the only thing that I'm looking at. And then when it comes to McKissick, seven for seven targets, seven receptions, Mm. 54 yards. I like that. That, that's not, you know, something I'm rooting for on my own team. But it's just going to hurt everybody who's starting Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Eagles. Yeah, if, right. if they decide to – I mean, what did we say after week one? Thank God they quit yeah. using McKissick, and mm-hmm. now they're using him again. So, I mean, the If the, the Eagles end
2: up going up early, that's where it gets an issue because right. that's when you will see McKissick more. But they have to keep it close. The Washington Commanders' defense has to be stout. They have to do something. It's going to be tough. It's going to be the hardest matchup probably maybe the first half of their season. So they need to come ready and then – if they even want to have a you know an, an idea for the offense for a guy like Antonio Gibson, that it starts with the defense of that. You, you're exactly right.
1: Right, and I think the the one thing I think is I like about Gibson is obviously Robinson's not back. Brian Robinson's not back. He's got 14 carries the last couple of weeks. Last week he got saved by a rushing touchdown, only 28 rushing yards. But he has seen he saw eight receiving targets in the first week and four last week. So even if McKissick gets his five, six, seven. And and Gibson's still getting five targets a game, and he's getting all the goal line work. Right. Then he maybe get, he still is a safe bet to start him if he can get two scores in this game. That could I could see
0: that happening just as well mm. as him not getting any. Right. So you
1: know? he, we have uh, we have both sides of the coin there. He's starting a little set.
0: He's perfect. Boomer Buzz. I
1: I don't. I've never loved him personally as a
2: prospect. So I get what you're saying, but
1: you know. Um, take them on either side. The issue
2: it. for me about them is these games against Detroit and Philadelphia are going to be very similar. Hmm. They're going to be a very high impact game, very scoring, you know, involved. I, and that's the issue. You know, Detroit ended up winning that game, and it wasn't as close as I think a lot of people would have wanted it to be, was it? What was the final score? Of that what game? Detroit and who? Washington. Washington. Detroit. 36 thirty six twenty seven. So actually, oh, it was were, pretty close. They were destroying them. But again, game. it's just a fact because Detroit did get up they had to then resort to passing. And that's – if you see that type of game impact again, that's where you're all going to – you know, it would take a touchdown to save Antonio Gibson's day.
0: Yeah, and then you're probably wishing you started Carson Wentz somehow.
1: Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's <disgusting>. I might <laughs> Who I might be starting this week, and we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. Cindy, <laughs> who's your first uh, set?
2: My first set would be Chase Edmonds. And <laughs> this is kind of like that's on tough. the same line of like what we talked about, similar guys like Najee. I just need to see him go off or have a good oh. game for me to really feel confident and bring that, you know, excitement again. I was really hype about him going into yeah. the season and I haven't lost it completely. I think last week was more of a, just an absolute high scoring event. They so they had to come back. Unbelievable. Late. Unbelievable. yeah, Five
1: rushing yards. But I, I get what you're saying. I think we were all hyped about him because all I saw this offseason was he gets paid. He's the RB1 in that offense, an improved offense, and he's going to be a focal point, and he has not been yet. I want to see his targets get up a little bit more. And
2: to be in his defense here, they're, all their first four matchups are against good teams. So, you know, that plays a role in there. And because of the fact that Tua is throwing the ball around, you got obviously big targets in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. You know, it's... One of those situations to be a Chase Edmonds fantasy owner, you got to be patient. Mm, he's going to be boomer bust because Tyreek is boomer bust and yeah. Waddle can be. Right. And if these guys are going
0: 30 targets combined, I mean, they just can't throw the ball enough to Edmonds. Week one, he was four for 40. That's going to happen way more often than one for eight, like he did last right. week. So, yeah.
1: I mean, like you said, Sandy, this is a brutal opening schedule. Yeah, New England at Baltimore, Buffalo at Cincinnati. Like, and then. Then you then, get a good stretch. Yeah, then you
2: get the good stretch. So maybe it's a <laughs> maybe it's a good time to to buy low. Definitely. And especially you in know? a dynasty, this is a time when you would go after him. You yeah. don't have to pay a high premium just yet. If, if he, he puts up another dud this week yeah. against Buffalo,
0: I say you go after him. I say you probably will be able to pick him up off waivers oh, whoo, if he plays whoo, bad this week. Whoo, I don't know.
2: That's tough for me because whoo. I did draft him Oh,
0: somebody yeah. somebody Most will drop him. The top he's one of those yeah. guys. If somebody panic drops him, you pick him up immediately.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I just need to see something from him first. I hear you.
1: Nick, who's your next one?
0: Well, we're going to keep talking about Miami for a second. I'm not <laughs> starting Raheem Mostert. No, I, I don't not. think it's going to be a very run heavy game. Yeah. You know, just like what we were all saying And last week, I think is more of a fluke than anything else. Yeah. I mean, I mean he had 11 for 51, 3 catches, 28 yards
2: and still just put up 10 fantasy points. Sometimes it's just game plan. It yeah. just works out that way. You know, I don't I agree. I think it was a fluke. Raheem is not their number 1 option. He just flourished in that type of game.
1: Right, yeah. Moster is never a guy that I've been confident with starting. Even back going back to the San Francisco no. days, like if you had to, I guess you could. But yeah, it's amazing to think this guy's thirty years old. Oh yeah,
0: he got a real late start in terms it, of it, actually it, playing. He reminds
1: me of Jeff Wilson. Is like, like Jeff Wilson's like almost to thirty years old too, and it's like yep, them 49ers yeah. bro. Yeah, it's those 49ers running backs. Give yeah, me heebie-jeebies. That's why. That's why I like Jordan Mason so much. Yeah, I think the he's guy. the new guy. They need to they need to draft a running back in, like the first two rounds. It's always on the next for them. Oh yeah, they Shanahan. prefer the
0: undrafted guys, yeah. the ones who are getting paid less than the coaches. Yeah, which, <laughs> fair yeah that's Literally. tough. Who's your guy, Joe? Way to
1: look about it. Yeah. Uh, so my my first real setum. I'm actually going to go Mike Williams, and I know he had a huge week last week, and I actually love Mike Williams. I love him a lot. I'm just I'm just concerned about Herbert and. And how they view this matchup, they might view it as uh, oh, we're going to rest Herbert. It's not an interdivisional; it doesn't have any weight in their division or in their conference. It could be pretty gross. Yeah, they they might they might you know kind of let Herbert go fifty fifty and just see what he can do and see if they can get an early lead. And then if not, who is throwing this man the ball? If they don't have Keenan Allen, are you much more confident in Mike Williams? If he's officially out, I am more confident in him. But it's not even about. Allen for me it's about Herbert. Who's the backup quarterback there? Chase Daniels. And I I don't I don't dislike Chase Daniels. I think he's a, probably a solid backup quarterback. But the highest paid backup ever, I think. To hand the ball off. Right. Oh, yeah. But but then <laughs> but does he have that chemistry with Mike Williams? We don't know. I guess I no. can't answer that. But, but Mike. Might but be, maybe uh, Eckler hits a. Maybe Eckler gets a big week this week. That's Definitely kind of where, where I did Echler say week. that
2: about. You know, Eckler is another guy. He's obviously starting for you, but. You know, this could be an opportunity. So I get what you're saying. Mike Williams, if Herbert is not 100% out there, that is the riskiest part about him. He's already yeah. a big boomer bust streaky guy. You probably don't set him because you probably have to start him. But if, you, if you're
1: if you in a deeper or in a more shallow league, maybe like an eight to 10 man league, and you have some other options over Williams, maybe I start them. Mm. You probably don't sit him regardless. But I have this Mike, is the one week.
0: I have Mike Williams. Let me ask you this or that on mm. my team yeah. real quick. So if I have Mike Williams, the next wide receivers I'm starting are Kirk, Cooks, and Olave. That's actually a
1: that's actually Kirk. that's actually a great question. Yeah. Is this week Mike Williams who has the pedigree and the better name and the better team yep. versus Christian Kirk? I might go
2: Christian Kirk. You gotta reward the man Kirk. Right. He's, he's started good. off Doing he's that. been crazy. great. That is Mike crazy. Williams has been great too in one game, but Kirk has been good right. in two games. Exactly. Yep. And I like the start. Now at the end of the day, it's the name that gets it. So if I had to pick between one of those guys, that is very tough. And that's a great situation if I'll you're gonna like be the, that deep. That's the best but. question
1: that we've had so far is an inner game matchup versus a guy who I'm saying to set. Right. Oh, okay, so this is your this this is exactly the the scenario I'm referencing. If you have Christian Kirk or you have Mike Williams for a flex spot. Mm-hmm. I'm going Christian Kirk this week. Mm. That's the only way I'm I gotta go it. off. I the hot like that streak. confidence. Wow, I do like That's that crazy. confidence a lot. That's it's crazy the hot
2: streak. Now, don't get me wrong. If Darwin James is on him mm. the more majority of the game, then it gets me a little more nervous about Kirk. Darwin
1: but, but, right. won't be on him. He's a safety. You talking about like Asante he'll, he'll Samuel or like Asante JC Samuel Jackson? Will, will JC there. Jackson play it, this see, week? The that the is whole, true. Because that could be huge. Whole,
2: you know defensive back core there in yeah, San or, nice. I want to say San Diego but in LA <laughs> it is really good more the best it's going to be the best defense that Jacksonville has seen that's the one thing where don't get me wrong if Herbert isn't playing I think the Chargers win this either way hmm. wow but, either way yeah With but Chase Kirk we're going to talk about this game a lot more yeah, later yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later but I, if Kirk is the guy which I think he will be that won't be a problem
1: okay my Same. next guy, yeah, Nick. oh Nick, I'm Who's gonna
0: next go man? George Kittle. We already talked about it a little bit earlier, so we don't have to dive in too heavily. So you uh, want to see him? You want to see yeah. him do it before you start? Him? I think he's gonna have a bad week wow. personally because I know Kyle Shanahan likes to use him as a blocker, mm-hmm. and he's gonna want to get his feet wet. He's not gonna, you know, maybe he doesn't even play as many snaps as we're used to with George Kittle anyway. And I'm worried about re-injury always, especially with a groin yeah, or a hamstring.
1: Yeah. Soft tissues are scary. I, I I get what you're saying. I think. For some reason, to me, this seems like a seven-point Kittle week. I know, he man. Gets, I, like th- I think three he three for forty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he gets three for forty or four for thirty.
0: And uh, every play he makes will be phenomenal. He's gonna, he's gonna give whoever's running the ball. Debo's gonna score four touchdowns this game because <sighs> Kittle's back. Oh,
1: oh, I love that, dude. I love. I that. Maybe oh, that's maybe <laughs> that's an uptick in Kittle, and or maybe yeah. that's an uptick in in Debo. And and to that point, I think is a better quarterback for Debo. Absolutely. So it's like I think maybe Debo are starting to see an uptick in his value. And, and like you said, I think Kittle, he has a four for thirty type of week. I'm
2: gonna eventually be starting Kittle. Don't right. worry about yeah. it. I mean, he's sure. gonna be fine. Don't get me wrong, this week I'm scared. It, to death. For a dynasty setting, especially with a team like yours, this is a great situation to just let him play, but don't start him. Yeah. In a situation where you're a little bit more desperate like I am, Gotta you know, I'm gonna have to throw him out there because Worst case scenario, he does that. He gets seven. Best case scenario, he gets me 18 to 20. Well, he he has potential for 40. He's done that many times. He is to me. Best case scenario. He
1: he is to me this week is what Michael Thomas was week one. Scary as hell. Where we had no clue how he was going to respond to that injury. And then Michael Thomas came out for 22 points and two touchdowns. But I don't see that. I trusted Michael
2: Thomas week one in Dynasty. I'm a trust George Kittle in week go. three okay. of Amish. Uh, okay. So right. we
1: got, me and Sandy got
2: some opposing views Who, to Nick who's over. Who's better here. than Dallas Goddard or Kittle? Don't get, Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If I, like, I had, had Dallas Goddard, again. I would be starting yeah. Dallas Goddard. I like, I, Sandy's I agree. Sandy's mad at me for that. No, no, <laughs> no. I agree with Nick because
1: you never want to have to be in a position where you're starting a guy off a soft tissue injury. And you just don't know what he's gonna do week one when you have a daughter a Goddard that is going against
0: I love a high scoring game. Eighteen yards a catch for Goddard makes me think the same thing I said about Brandon Cooks, which I'll have him in dyna- starting oh, both yeah. in Dynasty. I'm betting both those guys get their first touchdown of the season this week.
2: I love not it. Not a bad prediction.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: Who's the next guy, Sandy? James Conner. <laughs> <laughs> well, he made a James yeah. Connor. That's what I'm saying. He's one of those, he's on that injury you know, report Benjamin? right now. He may not even play But even if he does, I don't even like the matchup. Mm. You know, they're playing the Rams. It's not a good matchup to be a running back against them. So I would, even if he's healthy, he's similar to George Kittle, except George Kittle is healthy. But one of those, if you have a guy that can take it over, you clearly want to go with the other guy. You know, James Conner is a must start if he is healthy. But in this case, (sighs) This is the only time where I'm gonna tell you to not the
1: problem with Connor is and the reason that I, I strongly dislike him, I don't want to use the word hate, but I strongly dislike him in dynasty leagues. This man's averaging like three yards a carry right now. He's always hurt. He too. is touchdown dependent. If he does not score a rushing touchdown in the game, take away that first game a rushing touchdown, he scores nine points. Last week yep. he scores seven Here, points. Here's the scariest he me.
2: thing about James Connor. They won't decide until basically game time. And you know what time the game is? Mm. 425. Mm. 425. Yeah, that's bad. So don't guess, even take the risk. Even if he's Connor playing, guy. if he's not, do not start James Connor. I
1: think I said, that, you know, before the season started, I think Connor's going to see a regression just because he scored an obscene amount of touchdowns 18. last year that he was never going to duplicate. No. And we've already seen that this year. When he does not score a rushing touchdown, seven points less game.
0: Yep. Oh, I mean, that's just that's just what he's going to do. I'm already worried about the Cardinals because the open beta came out this weekend. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm not playing. Them. I'm absolute. <laughs> oh, I don't want to play anybody on the Cardinals except right. for Hollywood and Kyler. Right. And Kyler's a I'd be He'll thinking be of him as a QB, too. Really?
1: I would do. I would I would play Zach Ertz if you need a tight end. But definitely I'd play Ertz over Kittle. Okay. So, so, Ertz, <laughs> Hollywood, and and Kyler's the only guys, only guys on I'll that. think about.
0: 100%. Daryl Williams, if I'm Oof. truly desperate, Oof. or if what I
1: have James Conner.
2: What about Eno? You no. think Eno seems an update?
0: Eno it? proved to me last week he's never going to get more than five <laughs> touches in a game.
2: But he's productive with those touches. <laughs> he's, a, he's a rookie. Sure. He's a but rookie. he is limited. I get what you're, what you're oh, saying. Oh, he's not. He's, he's not a I guess he's one year. He's a, three heavy. years deep.
0: Three years he's deep. He's a, 23 years old. He is truly one of those guys. He's getting like... You're joking. Eight four touches. He's getting four targets a game, which I like. Twenty three
2: years old. That is 23 crazy. He's twenty three years
1: old and he's three years deep. Yeah. Okay. Technically, yeah. He's he not better than. Years,
0: you're not wrong. What is it? He's not better than Chase Edmonds, and Chase Edmonds was right. in this exact same role last year, right. and that but didn't he help him.
1: Just, he has scored nine and eight points his first two games. It's not no, bad numbers. Yeah. It's
2: not great numbers, but for his role, that's he's doing exactly he, what he's they need him to do. a pass catching back only. Yeah, I hear you. Ask me
0: about Eno in week four against okay. Carolina. I'll be in love. I promise.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. Now this week I'm not big on anybody from Arizona really that much either. Right. So. No, 100%. Who's
0: your next
1: guy, Jake? Yeah, uh, next guy, and it, and it pains me. To, it pains me to say it because they're just they're just disrespecting my man out there in Atlanta. Yeah, they are. It's Kyle Pitts. Mm. And it, it, I hate to say set him because you probably realistically are starting him if you have him. But it's the same thing as Nick said with 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 Kittle. Until you
2: see it, it's hard to start him.
1: Yeah, it's it,
0: gross behavior out of uh, Arthur Smith. It really it's is foul.
2: It sucks to see a guy who's perfectly healthy who can't get the ball. He's 21 years old. He's 66. Six. 246 a, he's a stud. pounds. He's a stud. You're an ideal tight end body. You got the hands. You know, of running. what dreams have made of the speed and you cannot get the ball because the scheme does not go to, you know, to you whatsoever. He unfortunately has the
0: exact same pros and cons of George Kittle. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal blocker and they love to have him in that role. And it really damages how, how useful he is. He's going to play 90% of the snaps. Right. But he's going to be out there as a as a decoy
2: or a blocker, apparently. To see 10 total targets on the year is ridiculous. It's
1: disgusting. To see back-to-back 3.9, exactly 3.9 fantasy points and back-to-back is disgusting. And I don't they think it changes. Using. I've said this the last couple weeks. Why are they not using this man up the seam? I know it's Marcus Mariota, but he can still throw the ball a little bit. Right. Use this man up the seam. and Draw some play calls on the goal line for him. Stop giving the ball to Cordell Patterson on the goal line. Yep. Give this man some end zone targets. Over or under five targets.
2: It's pissing me off. I want to see him over five targets. Will we see it? What does he have? It's unknown. He's I had seven and three, here's so the problem. five is right at that media. Here's like, the oh issue. is God. They're playing Seattle.
1: I think, I think at Seattle. Atlanta wins this game, actually. I think
2: DK and Kyle Pitts kind of play good.
1: Maybe Pitts gets I would, like to, I I would so. like to see it. I would like to
2: see it. The thing is, that makes me smile because I don't go against any of those guys. I would love to see them have a good week because it, we need to see it for <laughs> Kyle Pitts' <laughs> I want, to it, sake. He I want said to. that with selfish intent, man. No, I want
1: <laughs> to see him have a good week because it's pissing me off. And the only reason I say sit is because I'm setting him until I see him have the big week, just like Kittle. Yeah, But... We need to see this man have a game. He's too good not to, and it's pissing me off that this offense will just not give him the targets. Who's your last guy, Sandy?
2: My last guy is Drake London. We're this is a hot take. I, like I, like I, like I don't like that. I don't like the fact he comes off a hot week. Don't get me what wrong. He mean? looked great. I don't know if he continues it, though. I think he does.
1: I, I, this is the one I don't agree with you on. I, I see th- a big game out of London, Yeah, too. I think London has a big game this week. I think <laughs> he can. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I really
2: do. And like I said, that's fine. You know, if he does, he proves me wrong. I just get nervous. You know, he's had okay weeks, you know, for a rookie, especially. Phenomenal. He said
1: okay weeks, 24 points on 12 targets. That's why last I said weeks,
2: because obviously he had a really good week and he had a good debut. A good debut. <laughs> he's been great. Yeah, it he's was, been great. It's the, touchdown, <laughs> it's, it's the touchdown that saved him in, in you know, what? week two. Besides the, the 12 touchdown
1: targets. that saved him, he still would have
2: had 18 points as a rookie. As hey. a rookie, that is fine. I just, <laughs> I look, at, don't get me wrong. I love me Drake London. My issue is, as a rookie, it's not always going to be consistent. You can't say every week that he's yeah. going to go out and do this. Definitely. He's bound he for a bad week, too. and I don't see it happening okay. against Seattle. He is
1: bound for a bad week, but Jamal Adams out for the year. They don't have any defenders in the secondary. No. I Jamal think he Adams, torches that.
2: Jamal Adams is a sack specialist safety. Oh, that is oh. true. I agree with That's, that.
1: No, I think he torches that secondary. Yeah, oh, Drake who has London torched a secondary yeah. personally I who think has he torched
2: does. that Seattle secondary well they Nobody also from played the, Broncos. the Broncos yeah, who yeah. They, played? they played the Broncos and the San Francisco 49ers there it is 27 to 7 the passing game was not the highlight of this don't get me wrong like I said don't think in one second I'm saying Drake London is by any means a bad sit or a bad start I just know that every rookie is bound to have a bad game. Is this our is this our beef of the week? I think we're going to start a new
1: segment where yeah, it, where, where nice. if two of us are are ganging up against one, we're going to call it the beef of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we 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 will revisit this whenever this happens. So me and Nick, we think London are going to go go yes. over over fifteen. Maybe we think we're going to torch them. I think he's gonna get over, over 16 fans. Oh points. my god! Yeah. Okay, this is the beef of the week right here.
0: I love it. I can't wait to come back to this. Are we doing Kittle too on this? I think Kittle no. Below five. I don't want to
2: do Kittle because well, yeah, it's not you guys fair. Don't love it's Kittle. not fair don't. to do it for a guy who's coming off. I injury.
1: don't dislike Kittle, but I think this is our one. We're gonna stick with one beef of the week. Drake, Drake London, it. me and Nick versus Sandy. Okay, Let's okay, I fucking do it. Nasty beef of the Let's week. Let's do it. It's exciting. Who's your last guy, Jake? Yeah, last guy who had <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride. We can't talk about it enough, a guy who I drafted and who I like for Cortland Sutton. But, man, Russell Wilson has been disappointing, and that last game was disgusting to watch.
0: Right, and we talked about the Broncos uh, recently on the last episode about teams that we're worried about. Yeah. I mean, it's a coaching problem, but we'll yeah. see if this is the week to turn it around.
1: Is we keep it? thinking it's going to be it? the week to turn it around. Las Vegas, I do it's think, It's not it even be a turning it around.
2: Game, it's be. turning it up. This Broncos offense is not impressive. One yeah, Las bit. Vegas, Las no. Vegas
1: is zero two. They have to win this game. If they don't win this game, they're most likely out out of out of contention the whole year. So it's like this is going to be a slugfest of a in game in the in the toughest division in football. Well, I'm sorry. This is San Francisco This is against San Francisco. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, but this is the toughest division in football. And then the yeah. second half of the year, week seven on. I love the schedule. But for now, God, I'm worried about him. And I think San Francisco, like, this is why I'm worried about Kittle. Jeff Wilson will probably have a great game, 120 yards. I'm just
1: worried about it against San Francisco. No quarterback has looked great against them yet so far. So it's like,
2: eh, it, it scares me.
0: Kyle Shanahan's a much better coach.
2: Right. I just don't feel confident yet in Russell Wilson. He'll get the ball to his main targets. But, unfortunately, we have not seen that home run play. We've seen one time. He's another guy that in the last
1: couple of guys we've talked about, until we see it, until we see that you know, 28, 30-point game, can you trust him?
0: Wait a second. I just realized. Happy birthday, Jake.
2: Oh, oh shit. I appreciate it. It's a, yeah, we're 20, 20 minutes, minutes into this man's 26th birthday. We were so <laughs> <Yeah>. late. <laughs> we were a late. little late.
1: Better late than never. Happy birthday, man. I that appreciate awesome. it. Time flies. I couldn't... Uh, couldn't imagine a better time, so we'll cheers, real quick. Yes, Sandy's he cracking his this bad beer. boy open. Cheers, cheers, this man. Appreciate you all. Know it's y'all.
2: gonna be a great day tomorrow too.
1: Yeah, we got a we got a big day tomorrow, so I appreciate you all. Go Cats. Go and Cats, Buck Russell baby. Wilson. <laughs> yep. That's by nine. Go Cats, and and to that point, yes. Um, f <laughs> Russell Wilson, if you will. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we we hate him this week.
0: Are we done with all the starts or sits? I think we are. Should we talk about our favorite games of the week? Yes, absolutely. You guys want to do Buffalo, Miami?
2: that is my favorite game, oh, yes, that should absolutely be so fun. if it's anything what we just got from Baltimore, Miami, and also mix that in, Buffalo had a fun game, you know, on their side, right? Tennessee, I'm sure their fans turned the game off by the second quarter, and this is hard this is in Hard
1: Rock Stadium. This is in Miami. yes, it is so so in Miami, I got a quick start I got a quick uh, this or that real quick. okay, okay. Tyreek Hill. Diggs, hmm. I'm probably Diggs. gonna go Tyreek in this game. Oh, There
0: you go, baby.
2: Who's, Come on. Who is wide receiver one?
0: I just traded for Tyreek <laughs> in the dynasty league. I'm a little biased right now. I'm going Tyreek. I can't say anything else.
2: I've got Diggs. <laughs> Waddle, <laughs> exactly. Waddle, Waddle. Waddle. Cause cause
1: Gabe Davis.
0: Oh, Waddle,
2: because Gabe Davis might not even. Yeah, right. I was about to say yeah, Gabe yeah, okay. Davis might not even Fair play. Enough. Oh, but Gabe Davis said he was gonna play. Right. Fair so enough. I, I like the confidence. Right, this is gonna be such a the fun better game. duo is definitely. Tyreek and Waddle.
1: The thing is, I think I'm personally going to go Buffalo, even in Miami and Hard Rock Stadium. I think that they are on a mission this year. They look the best team so far. And I think maybe Tua has a little bit of regression. We'll see. But... I think Buffalo gets the job done. It's kind of hard For to me.
2: follow up six touchdown yeah. passes. So yeah. I
0: think this is the week that Mike McDaniel comes onto the scene and proves that he might be one of the top coaches wow. in the league now.
1: So you're saying, really? you're saying Miami. Miami over Buffalo? Yeah. Wow.
0: I'm definitely going to take the spread on it, minus five, 100%. Ten times out of ten. Okay. I just really think close. that Miami, look, they beat the Patriots ass week one, yeah. and then they came back and beat the Ravens. Yeah. I listened to an interview with uh, Andre Hawkins on the Rich Eisen show. Dude, the way he was talking about Mike McDaniel, smartest guy in the league Mm -hmm. by far, apparently. And looking at this game, if you have the best weapons in football and you have two of them, I just like the advantage. And I like the fact that they're at home.
2: Hmm? The home field advantage, I think, is big.
0: I don't like the running backs, but I think the rest of the game is fine.
2: I will throw it out there that you know Miami right now is experiencing some interesting weather. So That's does true. that come into play at all? You know, we're talking about hurricane season there. Yeah, but who really wins? has the better running game? Neither
0: Josh Allen. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like Josh, Josh Allen. Allen's probably the best running out of that whole group. But like, I'm not confident in either of the running games. So even if there is torrential downpours, I think it's a slugfest, and probably Buffalo wins that game in a nasty game. Could be, but I'm- I think either way. Who is the better quarterback? It's I'm Josh probably Allen. taking right.
2: Buffalo in just about every game that we do because until they lose, until they have a, it been exposed by any weakness, I'm still gonna like them. So, so Buffalo, Buffalo, yep. Miami, Buffalo, Buffalo. Oh, that's Miami. pretty I like
0: cool. it Detroit, Minnesota, highest scoring game of the Ooh. week once again. Yes, sir. I,
1: how I just I can't keep like I can't keep my excitement. It, Encaged for like this, bu- this Detroit team. Like we I keep might saying, buy,
0: I might buy an Amari Ross, St. Brown jersey. We keep it's saying every awesome, week, like man.
1: how do we think that Detroit was going to be a high-powered offense? But this should be a shootout. This, oh, yeah.
2: Not saying on any level is Jared Goff, Joe Burrow, but this Detroit offense gives me a lot of glimpses of what Cincinnati did last year, at least as far as the passing game. You know, we're, again, we're not talking about the same levels, but it's about as fun as it was watching them.
1: They have the they have a, a almost as fun as an offense. I think the defense is nowhere near, and I think Goff isn't, nowhere, as you said, nowhere near Joe Burrow. But I like what the offense is doing, and like we've been saying for a little bit, once they get Jameis and Williams back, like this could be super exciting. a truly yes. exciting time for Detroit, and I think they
2: deserve it. They've been waiting. Everybody wants Detroit to win. Like, don't get me wrong. I love – you know, like I don't – Well, you say I don't love Minnesota, but I like Minnesota. I like like both of these teams, so I don't want either team to lose. I would love this game just went to absolute max offensively.
1: And this is in this is in Minnesota, and it's it's in a dome. I'm picking the Vikings. Yeah, so it's minus six Minnesota. Like I think. That could be I almost would sort of take Detroit there because I think even if Minnesota wins it, it might not it might be close. So even if they win by three, then I still like that for Detroit. Who has a better game,
0: Swift or Cook? I'm going Cook. I this think is
1: Swift tough. is a little more healthy this week, so I'm gonna go Swift.
2: Nice. I like Cook strictly because I also had him as my start of the week. Yeah. I think this is the week he pops off. Don't get me wrong, you DeAndre Swift too. will have himself a hell of a game as well um just for the nature of the game supposed it's
1: been better so far so you're you're banking on cook arriving
2: yes i think he does this week okay
0: we all love jefferson don't need to talk about it yeah. let's move to the next game <laughs> philly washington
1: another another high power uh, another, another underestimated game. high scoring can, game can here here's my question for this game can wince go three games in a row with with good gameplay this is a revenge game. It it's is the a best game.
0: offensive coaching and offensive weapons I think he's had.
1: Do you, do you, do you believe in Wentz to go probably – I'm going to say this, the stat line. Three touchdowns, one interception, zero fumbles, 300 passing yards –
0: no, I think he turns the ball over more than that. Okay, but more the rest turnovers. of that, I, I think, think the yardage true.
2: and touchdown passes are on point. But yeah, so I like agree three, with
1: Nick three, there. three
0: touchdowns, two turnovers. He has the yeah. potential to go five tutties, three interceptions <laughs> oh, in this kind of God. game. God. I Jesus. mean, because I think Philly, I really do think they're going to go up super quick, super quick. I mean, it, Philly I mean, offense said, looks
1: great. If Philly offense looks great, Philly defense. I mean, they gave up a he ton of points. has some to be desired. Yeah, they gave yeah. a ton of points to Detroit, who talked about. So it's like. I can see this game being a little closer than we think. I still think Philly wins, but maybe Wentz proves Minus himself Minus six a and a half here.
2: Philly, and I think they reach that. That's not to say Washington won't put up a good amount of points mm. themselves, but no, I, I think Philly wins this game.
0: You start A.J. Brown. Devonta Smith is in the flex. I like him Miles a lot. Miles
2: Sanders, you start.
1: Yeah, I like Miles Sanders too. McLaurin, I like everyone. Samuel. Dallas you, Goddard. So we have everyone starting Johnson. here. Watson Not Dotson. I'm not starting Dotson. Yeah, Dotson. Dotson, Dotson, I love in Dynasty, but his touchdown regression is going to come. He's not going to start getting those touchdowns. I still start Samuel, and I still borderline start McLaurin McLaurin in the flex. That
2: weird, that weird kind of great. McLaurin
1: in the flex, if you have to.
2: Right. I like McLaurin a lot. Let's talk Jacksonville Chargers. We've kind of already brushed on this yeah. with Justin Herbert, so we don't have a whole much more to say. This is my favorite upset wait.
1: of the week. I think Jacksonville could win this game. Did we all pick the Eagles last game? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yes, I'm. Okay.
1: I, I like I like them, but I do pick Jacksonville this game. Ooh. Even Ooh. even if Herbert plays a majority of the snaps.
0: I'll go Herbert, but I'll pick the uh Jags to cover the spread. I think they lose by one point.
3: Mm,
2: really? I could see that. 24-23. Yeah. Like wow. I said, I'm sticking with what I said. You know, regardless of Herbert, I actually do see the Chargers winning just because I think the overall weapons. If if Chase Daniel happens to be the guy out there, I still I this is a week I see Austin Eckler picking up the pace a little mm-hmm. bit more. Uh, and I think Gerald yep. Everett will be very involved with the checkdowns. And like you say, you know, I don't think it'll be a very high-scoring game. I also don't think it'll be a very outpaced game. I think, you know, what Nick said, you know, when Jacksonville only losing by one or two. I can very well see that happening.
0: I love Gerald Everett this week. I still love Mike Evans, even though Jake doesn't <laughs> like him.
2: Mike Williams? Mike Williams.
0: Oh, yeah, Mike Mike Evans' suspension, <laughs> man. God, I can't get it off my of mind. He's killing Double-wise. my team. Speaking of
1: that, uh, Tampa Bay yeah. Green Bay. God, this game's yeah. gonna be brutal. This, yeah, it's just, it's just gonna be such a brutal game, and like, Tampa Bay's wide receiving core is just depleted. And kind of the same with the Green Bay, and it's like Tampa Bay's defense has looked amazing so far. Nixon, right. he's a stardom every week on the defense. So. That's what I'm doing. They're right. still projected nine points in fantasy,
0: considering the fact that everybody on the Packers is out. I'm hoping to God that they can get four sacks in this game and just keep them below twenty points. Right, and I think we
1: said. I think we said yeah. on our on our Twitter, um, I like Aaron Jones and.
0: Yeah, AJ Dillon. and AJ Dillon to, A. J. to both villain. score some
1: points this week. Point. So I I start both of those guys. Beside that, who this scores game, more for real?
2: Uh, Whose game is it this week? The defense will score. The defense <laughs> scores more than AJ <laughs> Dillon and Aaron Jones, maybe. Oh, no. no, I'm talking about Tampa Bay's defense. Yeah. Should as well. that's what I'm saying? Like, the, maybe. Okay, yeah. if this, I wouldn't even talk about this game if it wasn't for the fact it's Brady versus Rogers. Right. Let's be honest. And
1: it's 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 in Tampa Bay. It's under one Tampa Bay for the for the spread. So it's going to be a slow uh, fest. I think it's going to be it's a gonna be what boxing I'd, match. Yeah, this might be bad. Very
2: similar to what Pittsburgh Cleveland. Yeah, it it Molly that vibe. What was the over yeah. or under on
1: this? I don't even know but this might be over or under, you know, 20 Let's see. So it's probably under 40ish combined points. 42. 42. Wow. So I'm going over. I think it's 42. I think you are being
2: barely over that, but 42 I like the under. I
1: might go under. I think they both score like Seventeen each, seventeen to fourteen, yeah, something twenty-three like to nineteen. Yeah, Ryan suck on yeah. these real. Low. On these all right in the last game, uh, Kansas City <laughs> versus Indianapolis. I this just is, realized you meant that joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is this, this is this is a must-win for me for Indianapolis. I think if they go zero and two and one, their season's over. Yeah, what There's no chance they lose. What There's no chance they lose to Kansas City, though? Oh No, no, no. There's no
0: chance Mahomes loses so, in a dome. So, so yeah. we're saying
1: Indianapolis goes 0-2-1, and and who who we projected to win the division this year. Yep. Wow. They'll, they'll turn start. it around,
2: maybe. But, maybe. yeah, against Kansas City, they're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Kansas City by far.
0: It's a 1 o'clock game. Mahomes is going to come out, and yeah. it's going to be – you're not even gonna see any of the touchdowns. It's gonna be the quickest game of the week, in my opinion. Right. I think Jonathan Taylor will be fine. They're gonna know they need to use him. He's not gonna get nine touches again. Mm-hmm. There's no nope. way, right?
2: right? Nope. We also uh kind of the transition. That's all the games we really wanted to brush on this week. I'm sure Sunday morning before the games we'll we'll touch on a couple more. But now I wanted to take us to a new segment. A guy okay. we yeah. wanna name, each of us wanna go around and just talk about a guy that we're What's his segment with? called, Sandy? <laughs> The segment is called, I'm done.
1: He said, I'm fucking done, dude. <laughs> Sandy brought this to us, and he said, I'm done. He, you're oh, furious. You love the confidence. His, these, Sandy's irate right these now. These are
2: guys that you've trusted in. You keep hoping for that breakout. Not the guys that you're waiting for that I am patient for. These are the guys that I am confident that they are not going to break through. And you, and you were pissed. You're irate. Who's
1: this guy you're so mad about? Robert Woods. God. Now, is that Robert Bum. Woods' fault? Partially. most likely his quarterback is Ryan Tannehill is probably the the biggest reason
2: I blame it on a lot of things (laughs) 30 years old after an ACO yeah Yeah, so I mean I'm just done with him I have him somewhere stashed on my dynasty team will I start him Probably not. Is he Ever a drop? Game? Are you dropping him? At no, soon? because there's Probably a chance. Soon, there's if a it, chance that he has a good game, and I sell him. If there, you mm. can't sell him though. At this point, who's, who's going to buy him? Robert A thirty-year-old Robert take, Woods? I'll take a third-round pick at this point. <laughs> no, no one's giving you that.
1: At this point, if someone comes up on the waiver wire that you like, you're dropping him. You there's, got to. There's potential
2: for it. You are. The name is only thing carrying him until I see him officially not a part of that game plan. hundred percent. I'm still going to keep him, but he's nowhere near my starting lineup.
1: And I I said that he was a late round, could be a late round steal in redraft leagues. And so far, I've been wrong. Not not even that right
2: now. Yeah, that's on me. Who's your guy,
1: Jake? Yeah, I'm going to go with a guy I'm done, and I don't have any equity in him, but just what I've seen so far is Josh Jacobs. It's the same game. They're playing each other this week. Well, I guess uh, he's not even playing, is he? He's 24 years old, and he's had a couple good finishes. He's never been a league winner, but. Eight points and nine points in back-to-back weeks. And this week, he's sick. He's not even going to play this week, most likely. They don't like him. That's he, what it seems like. He scares me. I mean, he, he and if he's not getting a touchdown to salvage his game, he's going to get you 10 points and under every week.
0: Do we think that the Raiders are going to use Josh Jacobs or Devontae Adams in the red zone this year? Devontae yeah. Adams. That's
1: not even a question. And, and then you throw in Waller, and then you throw in Renfro, and it's like... At this point, I just don't see him getting many looks. In and the you red throw zone. in
0: a potential cheaper option than Zamir White. Right. Yes. He's
1: this is his opportunity. If
0: Zamir yeah. White has
1: a great game right here.
2: And you're he talking to. about Amir Abdullah, to. you know, yeah, also make, potentially getting some looks so today, you know, tomorrow. Or excuse me, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget oh, this is Friday. In, this is gonna come out on Saturday. Yeah. This it's is already Saturday. Saturday. This we is twelve thirty
0: five in the morning. Wow. We're insane yeah. people. We've hit it exactly an hour just We're now out two. here
2: putting content out for you. We'll make this last one quick.
0: Devontae Parker, you're dropped. He's done.
1: Cut him. I'm, I'm done. done. Dropped. I love the tenacity. He's yeah, that's I, right. I cut his ass. That's well, fine. We're Get done with him.
2: him. He's 29, bro. Yeah. I'm so tired of looking yeah. at He's him. He's on a Patriots off- offense that doesn't throw the ball to any receivers. So, I don't blame you. I was actually kind of had high hopes for him this year. I thought, man, Devontae Parker in a new situation, he could be the number one guy in New England go, potentially. Go look at his
0: nope. career history and then throw up.
1: I think I think if he would have stayed completely healthy, he would have been a really good player in the league. To me, he reminds me of uh, Amari Cooper as like there's no way he's only he's not 30 years old yet. He's somehow older than Amari Cooper. How, How is this history? man 29 years old? Look at that Sandy.
2: He's had one <laughs> season in his career, it was 2019, where he actually finished he won me top a lot goal. of money that year. That one year Outside of that, every other year he's been outside the top four. So, yeah, I think if he would have if
1: he would have stayed completely healthy, I think he would have been a really good player in a good system. He was just in he such was a Lu- bad Louisville, pool. right?
2: Right? Yep. Yep. So even more of a reason. He
1: was just <laughs> such in a bad system, you know, coming into Miami and and who was throwing to him? Ryan Fitch, Magic and Tana, baby. Tana yeah. Hale. It's just Ugh. it was a it was a tough system he was in. Um, I think he would have been good, but to your point, right now I would drop him with confidence. Are we still excited for football this week? I
2: Wait. am ecstatic.
1: We, we need to get some wins in our Amish League. We're, oh, God, we're struggling oh, no. right now. We're combined one and five, I think, right no, now. It's not looking hot. Th- and my dynasty, I'm, I'm confirmed that I'm going to be top, bottom three. I ladies, feel great so. about dynasty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're top three in dynasty. You're bottom one in dynasty, but we'll all be back up. That's the thing. That's the best thing about fantasy sports. We care about it. We're not going to stop doing this podcast, and we appreciate it. Everybody who keeps listening. Absolutely. Stay tuned.
2: Thanks for listening in today. Check us out on our socials at the Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.